Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another A Chat About podcast. Um, we're back with the original duo once again after quite a few weeks. It's been a while. Um, yeah, it has actually. It's been, I think, we've done three episodes now separately. Uh, uh-huh, and now, yeah. <laughs> now we're back. We're good to go. Um, as usual, hello, I am Gianluca Massoud, um, musical theater performer, creative, um, pizza lover, etc., um, etc. Et uh, I'm joined with Andrew John Chibaras. Yeah, um, fourth year economic student, fan of politics, current affairs, and the works. Yeah. How's that? Um, and basically, today we, we thought about um, chatting about personalities and the personality yeah. test, uh, which was mainly Andrew's idea, if you want to yeah, um, go ahead and explain. Yeah, um, I've always been interested in like personality tests. I don't know why, like figuring more about yourself, um, understanding the way you think. Um, this is the stuff I found online, the Meyer-Briggs personality test. Um, basically, it's a questionnaire you fill in, like they give you a statement and it's agree or disagree and to what extent. And then based on the answers you give, they give you one of 16 personalities. So they have a list of 16 based on the combinations. And they give you a personality based on how you answer. And what I found really interesting is like the first time I did it, it was like insanely accurate. So like, you know how you do most personality tests, you know, it's like, you're on Facebook and you find some BuzzFeed quiz and it's like completely yeah. rubbish. You know? For me, originally a personality test was that. But this one was actually like really accurate. And I found it really interesting, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, personality in general is something interesting to talk about, you know? Plus doing this test and figuring more about yourself is, is even more so. So that was the idea of presenting this as a topic. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It is something I find interesting as well. And I've, and I've done this test um, when I was younger, I remember somebody brought it up when I was around, I think, like even like 14, 15. I think this has been around for quite a while. Um, and I remember doing it back then, but I, I didn't pay too much attention to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, across the years, we've all encountered a number of personality tests, like the BuzzFeed ones. And that's, that, that's the first thing that came to mind and something I wanted to bring up in this podcast. Um, because people people do personalities personality tests quite often uh, more often than they realize uh, usually it's like what character are you from a tv <laughs> show and it's always trying to relate yourself to an example like not a stereotype but trying to put you in a, a set exactly. box of different types of people which is by no means bad but it's it's interesting for sure just to like see where you stand exactly. and whether whether you thought you would be in that category or, or whether <laughs> you're in something completely different um I mean, so, yeah. more more so than than like seeing what area to be in is is because I when I did it it wasn't like I'd, I've done it a few times ages ago and like now recently I just again just to confirm it just so I remember it for mm-hmm. for the podcast um but I didn't go into it saying I'm probably this this and that you know but once mm-hmm. I saw the result the result made sense because yes. obviously once yeah. once. Once you get the result, and it it gives you quite an in depth analysis on on the personality type in general, you learn more about yourself than you thought. You know, so it's something you took for granted because you know you are who you are and don't think about things. But once you see them written out as you're probably someone who likes this, who likes this, who thinks like that, it's like, la, I actually am. You know, 
So mm-hmm. I've, I found it like really interesting how you can relate to it. It's like everyone's different, but there's so many things we can relate to instead of personality types. Mm-hmm. It's, quite, it's quite bizarre. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, and it's also kind of a level of acceptance as well. There are some points of ourselves mm-hmm. which naturally we can't control, you know, but, but like the person we have become or how our personality has developed, we can't really control that and we can't... We can attempt to change it, but it will take a long time. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's a, 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 when it's a forced process, it's never mm-hmm. going to end up too too well for you. But if if you can come like do a test like this, and you see everything written out, like you said, you can easily come to terms with who you are as well mm-hmm. to an extent. I mean, um, and, and and like there are, mm-hmm. and the test is quite. It's not the most detailed test, you know. It doesn't take you ages to fill out, but you've got like. I think you've got almost 10 pages of um, questions of like, mm-hmm. do you agree or do you completely disagree? You know, like on this like yeah. scale. And then, and then you have like 16. There are 16 outcomes, but to be honest, that's times two then, because then you have the option to be either assertive or turbulent in that. Uh, I mean, how it works is basically there's four personality like areas they look at. Uh-huh. They look at extroversion or introversion. Mm-hmm. And they look at um, either intuitive or observant, which is how you look at the environment around you. There's thinking or feeling, so what do you think logically or emotionally? Mm-hmm. And the other one is prospecting or judging. Oh, I okay. think yeah. so it's it's it's. I think that's me like organization skills, you know. It's, and then there's so basically, it's you can either be extrovert or introverted or each of one so it's the personality there's 16 types because it's you know the probability so either half times half times half times half essentially yeah so let's that's why there's 16 yeah let's look at ours for example just so we can like understand it so for example i am under the diplomats as a Mm -hmm. as a category and then so diplomats are primarily intuitive and feeling yeah so those are the main aspects of a diplomat they're intuitive yeah. and they're feeling looking at all of them here they're you're they're split up then either you're introverted or extroverted and then they, they all have they're all feeling and then it's all yeah, judging cool. i think so some are judging and then some are which exactly. one does the p stand for again the p is prospecting as opposed prospecting. to judging judging is that mm-hmm. So if anybody wants to look at what we're talking about, basically the website is 16personalities.com. And that's the one yeah. where we're going to be on for probably the entirety of this podcast, having a look yeah. around and understanding how this works. Because mm-hmm. Andrew knows quite a lot about it, but I'm, I've never really looked too into it. So this is kind of like... I mean, uh-huh, I, that, I, I found it. Because I was curious as to how, how it all works. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you, because how it works is when the result, the first thing they give you is the name of the personality type. Mm-hmm. Um, so in your case, it was mediator. Yeah. And then they give you four initials. So for example, mediator is INFP. Yep, that's the one I am. So, so they give you INFP, where each letter stands for one of the personalities. So I is mm-hmm. introvert, N is intuitive, okay. F is feeling, and P is prospecting. And then you read about what each one means and how it relates to you as a person and how they interact with each other. Yeah. Um, so which one are so you, I think for example? I'm, I'm debater, so debater, I'm ENTP. Yeah. So which is interesting though, it works well because we only have P in common. So it creates a very yeah, good true, to be fair. difference between <laughs> us. So we can have a very good discussion, I feel, on 
Yeah. In fact, it's, it it surprised me that you're you're introverted because I always knew it's quite a extroverted See, person. It does so make I, sense, though. I think, like, even when I was reading through the mediator, it's like you, obviously mm-hmm. you've known me for a long time. You've known me for a very long time, and I can look like an extrovert when I'm in a position I'm very comfortable in. Cool. Um, but on um, first impressions basis in a new environment, mm-hmm. etc., I would not have an extrovert personality mm-hmm. in those in new environments. So I, I think it looks for that. I think it looks for are you constantly extroverted? Cool. Or like, you know, if, if you put me, if you take me out of the friend groups that I am very comfortable with, mm-hmm. um, then I am 100% an introvert. I mean, I think, I think, I mean, the, the, the test gives you a score. So it's like, so it's yes. like 50% and then the percentage sways one way or the other. So I was about mm-hmm. 70% extroverted, you know, so there's quite a big difference. Okay. Um, I think everyone is dependent on like, how comfortable they are in in the circumstances they're in. So if I'm in my friend group, obviously I'm going to be extroverted, you know. So, but for example, if you're in a group of people you don't know, how how will you bring yourself out in in that group, you know? So like, and that's extrovert- your natural state uh-huh. as well, you know. That's that's your that's your default state. So I think that's with that's your friends. With your friends, you're always going to be extrovert. Everyone's going to be an extrovert to a certain extent with their friends. Exactly. Exactly. So you're what just, makes it so comfortable? Is that? So it's it's not as simple as saying I'm an extrovert, so I'm always extroverted, or I'm an introvert, if I'm always introverted. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on the environment around you. That's why it's it's on a scale. That's why I'm let's say seventy percent extroverted and thirty percent introverted, mm-hmm. because that thirty percent accounts for certain situations where I'm not comfortable. You of know. Course. And if you're let's say. Like- 90% extrovert, it's another thing. If it's 50-50 or 51-49, it's something else. Uh, like, like, for example, I have one of them prospecting for me is 51%. So I'm banging Ooh, on okay. in the middle. I'm, I'm exactly. in the middle there, you know? That's how we'll, we'll get to that because we'll, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. go through them. But exactly, I think it's like, I think I guess it's it's not not like a, just a fault of, of the test, but it's something that you have to re- pay attention to in terms of if you're 51-49, doesn't mean that you're always going to be that way no, because you're, your, 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 mind is that your, your mind is flexible you think about different things based on the scenario you're in you exactly. know it depends whatever situation you're in you're always going to change mm-hmm. how you act exactly. you know? and, and this kind of as well like uh, it reminds me a bit of mm-hmm. um the which podcast was it one we did with alex about, and performance culture you know ah, exactly how, how you change the way you act um exactly depending on what scenario you're in and the environment around you is that and this is kind of like the technicalities of that you know um mm-hmm. i i i think the main test tries to look at you in your default environment and when you're on your own you know you as mm-hmm. at, at your core what are you yeah and then, and then these percentages are always going to cool. go up and down depending on if you're more comfortable with your friend group if you're in a comfortable position etc mm-hmm. even of your mood like if you're in a certain mood for example, something happened with your friends and you don't like, you're not comfortable with your friends right now. Obviously, you're going to take on a more introverted Grant. way of looking at things because something happened, you know? Mm. So it's it's very, it's very environmental, environment based. Mm-hmm. So it's going to, like going to your mood and all, and all this stuff. Because um, then there's intuitive versus um, observant. Intuitive is more of a 
from from what I from what I try to try to reason it out, try to understand <laughs> it is intuitive is more of big picture asking the what if questions. So mm-hmm. it's it's the way you react to the environment around you again. So intuitive means something happens and how does it affect the bigger picture? So what happens in the future in the past? Mm-hmm. Observant, you look you look at the problem or situation and you look at it in the present specifically. You know? Yeah. So obs- observers tend to be more, more practical in terms of solving mm-hmm. the problem. Intuitive tends to be more results, you know, butterfly effect. They look at everything, it's affecting it, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's 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 a bit harder to explain because extrovert introvert is very simple, it's your social dynamic. Yeah. But introvert and intuitive versus observant is very much what happens when you're faced with a certain situation in your life. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what what you got. I'm intuitive. So am I. I'm actually surprised. I, I thought you'd be more um, observant, to be honest. Thinking about mm-hmm. it, I don't know why. Um, why? I don't like even with like debater. It kind of feels like you'd mm. be quite set on like in that situation. You'd know which way mm. to go, as opposed to like I, I understand myself intuitive. Obviously, like it, it's mm-hmm. based on me. So. I don't. I don't know. What What would you think of yourself? Would Would you agree with intuitive? Um. I mean, I'm checking and my, and by intuitive to observance, I'm 58 intuitive. Okay, fair. So it's Mine not a massive. 71 percent. Is that so? It's it's not a massive difference, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's there. You know, um. Mm-hmm. I and I feel like I'm very like in the middle in terms of these things. So. I'm, I'm, I'm used to looking at problems and presented with something from every angle, you know? So if you give me a debate or an argument, I will look at it from every angle. I look at the bigger picture. So in that case, I'm intuitive. However, I see myself in a lot of observant situations. Mm-hmm. So there are situations where I look at it and say, focus on the, it, what the problem is at hand and solving that problem, you know? So there are times where I'm more focused and, and more practical. Um, so again, I agree with so I agree with the answer of the test, but it's very much it can be misleading when I see an N intuitive because I sometimes you tend to forget how observant you can be at times, you know. So I mean, obviously, like like we keep saying this, like, it, it goes back and forth depends on what situation you're in. And in fact, like I, I did a little bit of research, and if I'm not mistaken, I think the the test, the the, the reason it was created, was mm-hmm. um, this was after I think World War Two, um, or during World War Two when women started to take up more jobs. I'm not sure if it was World War One or World War Two, to be honest. One of the world wars. Um, <laughs> One anyway, of well, the same thing, right? No, nope, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> a chat about history coming to you. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> when someone comes and corrects every everything I say. Oh yes, if I'm not mistaken, it was one of the world wars, and women were starting to take up more jobs for the first time mm-hmm. uh, because the men went off to fight. And Meyer Briggs created the test then to try and help women know which way to go because obviously they have no experience in knowing job careers and opportunities. Okay. So they would use the test to try and find out where they lie in. Mm-hmm. But then I read an article um, about the test being used in modern day. And it's like, the question was like, can this test kind of be uh, end all for like, which career path I need to choose? Mm-hmm. Like, will I, will I have to choose a certain amount of careers because my personality can only be stable in those? 
And then the answer is no. Obviously, these are these are more of guides to that you can that's, follow. That's um, obviously, if you, if if you follow the guide religiously, um, it doesn't mean that you're going to be one hundred percent stable. Um, and that makes sense, obviously, because your mood is constantly changing. Your mood's going to be an effect on it. Your environment is going to be an effect on it. So the test will never be 100% accurate. But it is still a very interesting tool to keep hand of. And I think it would be really interesting to do this kind of scenario with a larger group of people where sure. you have a lot of different people. You can see everyone's different personality types. Mm -hmm. And you can have that same discussion. Obviously, we can't really do that online yeah. on a podcast. But, for example, between us two, at least, we're, we're, we're two different. We're under two different categories, and we have quite different um, different personality <laughs> types. Um, but in an ideal world, you know, we have all 16 different types. And exactly, we get one of each. You'll be able to see and have that discussion to see where you, where you can be, like, most compatible with other people <laughs> and the differences where they lie. Um I mean, the test goes into into compatibility in terms of relationships, friendships. Mm -hmm. It mentions career as well, because obviously, your personality has affects everything you do. Essentially, yes. so you being a debater as opposed to a mediator as opposed to whatever you know, it affects yeah. the type of jobs you're going to go into. Because some things will be more oriented to the way you work, how your mm -hmm. brain is 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 wired, and some jobs obviously just won't suit you. Yeah, which again I find really interesting. You know what I mean? How your personality dictates what what job you do, and what subjects you study. You know. Mm. In fact, like at the moment, I'm we're, we're both on the website, like we said, um, and I'm going through the career paths at the moment. And mm -hmm. the first thing that it says really, um, for for like my type of personality, ideally the professional life shouldn't be just a job, like known as a job, um, mm -hmm. but a calling. Um, which, so which sounds a bit cheesy, but it, it like, but it's me, so uh -huh. for me personally, it makes a lot of sense because I, anytime I've been in a job which I have just mm -hmm. been in there to earn money, I have barely lost a month, you know. Um, <laughs> when, when, when I go there, just it's true, like I'd go in there, like, and I know my, my mentality there, my, my focus is mm -hmm. I am here to earn money, nothing else, you know. I'm, I'm not going to Is that so? like climb up the ranks with this, I'm not going to be here for. A long time because i want to be doing something else mm -hmm. and then because of all of that mm -hmm. you know um i just don't last i never last so i find that really interesting then to know that it's not uh -huh. me that's being lazy with a job obviously if i was in a position where i really desperately needed money um then obviously you, you would stick to the job you might not be 100 cool. happy but you stick to it but in a position where maybe you're not too desperate for the money it kind mm -hmm. of makes sense then how you don't feel comfortable staying in that exactly. job for a long period of time because it doesn't feel like it's something you should be doing. Cool. So, so uh, for you, it's it's important in terms of career to be like to listen to love what you do. It's important for everyone, you know. What I yes. Mean? But I guess more so for your personality type. Like you wouldn't do a job if if you weren't enjoying it, what you do. You're not going to do it for the sake of of doing it because you need yeah, money. Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. Like the the detail it goes to is like you. It's it's quite cheesy. I won't lie, but it's the following your dreams kind of stereotype. Exactly. It's going okay. for what you're passionate about, with which you know I, I am mm -hmm. trying to do. You know, I'm still in education, but I'm I'm being mm -hmm. educated in a sector which I've been very passionate about, music and exactly. theater. Um, and my plans for the future are to build a career based on the creative arts industry, which 
for me, again, the, the prospect of me making a living out of that sector mm-hmm. is less of a job and more of a just like that's living my life because that's, do, what, that? that's what uh-huh. I'm good at and that's what... And it's and, and it, I find it interesting as well because obviously, again, I've known you for a while. So I've mm-hmm. always known this type of person to look at what they want to do and then do it. Like mm-hmm. you're someone I feel who, who if, they, if they really want to do something, they're going to put their focus on it and do it irrelevant of in terms of job and not job and and all this stuff you know what i mean yeah so so for you for me it was always a matter of listen i want to do this because i love doing this and that's it you know yeah so that i find it really interesting you know because because obviously i'm not like that at all I, I that's not how i think um so i find it really interesting especially you know referring it to how you used to act you know years ago and how you do it now you know it's very much I want to do something, so I'm just going to do it. You know, yes, as long as I love doing it, that's the most important <laughs> thing. Uh-huh. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, like kind of how this podcast is, you know, like we organize and I push uh-huh. to do it as well, just because it's something that's fun to do, you know. <laughs> it's not, some, some people do use podcasts as, you know, a money-making scheme to an extent, you know, as a job option, exactly. you know, through sponsors and through um, mm-hmm. different reach and advertisement. But it always starts with just starting mm-hmm. it off, you know, something really small. Um, and, I, and I feel like that that's where these like mm-hmm. small and and I am someone who loves creating a lot of different small projects. You know, I, I have I have like I love having a million, I love having a million and one different things to do, and then working on them. And then eventually, if I if I stick to one thing long enough, one of those projects long enough, eventually it can turn into uh-huh. a bit of a career path. You know, mm-hmm. but what's your kind of career thing? Because then I'm interested in that. Mine is is because I mean. The, the debater is mainly about like, so so as in it, it makes sense when I say it, but it's more, I mean, what the carry says, it's more about the thinking and the, in, the in, intellectual engagement with the job rather than what the job is. Okay. Um, so it's, it's, so for example, it says here, you know, entrepreneurship, engineering, acting, photography. It's, okay. it's anything that involves a new line of thinking. That's what it says here. I'm, I'm quoting it now, you know? Okay, interesting. Because, again, I love looking at something and looking at it from different angles and figuring things out. So I'm quite flexible in terms of the way I think. So I'm anything that, obviously, it has to interest me as well. But that's, I think, every, again, that's everyone. Everyone does things mm-hmm. that interest them, you know? But for me, it's more about being intellectually challenged than it is about what I'm actually doing. If it's something I can learn in and mm-hmm. to meet new people and debate with people, have a discussion, then I'm then I'm interested in it, you know. So even this okay. podcast, for example. So just how you were saying it, you match this podcast with your personality in terms of it's a project and you love doing what's like what you want to do relevant on mm-hmm. the job. For me, I love it because it gives me an opportunity to have a discussion and argue, not argue, but like discuss and debate different view aka my title of my personality (laughs) like i think when i saw the name i'm like uh yep you know because i'm always you know i'm always discussing you know arguing you know learning so Mm -hmm. for me the career part that's that's literally what it is it's about it's about being able to do what you want to do in terms of engaging yourself intellectually Mm -hmm. it's interesting to hear like there will be a personality type like yours which doesn't look at the actual whole mm-hmm. entire scope of the job and and more 
as to like what what you how your brain is functioning in there you know because that's alien to me you know i don't mm -hmm. really think of the thought process that goes into it i i think more of like just the title and the bigger picture of what you're doing as opposed to how exactly. you're doing it i, I think that, that that's the main difference between us then mine is what i'm doing yours is how you're doing it for me it's the it's, it's, uh, it's the intellectual reward in terms mm -hmm. of i don't mind doing a job i don't mind if you give me something to do i'll do it as long as it intellectually challenges me, I can form a new way of thinking. I can look at the problem with a new angle. If it's if it's rewarding mentally for me, I'll do it. You know. Okay. Um, and I think debaters are more like more thinkers than they are doers. So when it comes yeah. to doing stuff, so actually like the dirty work, you know. So let's say inputting stuff on a computer. I don't like doing it. I like the mental side of it, you know, coming up with mm -hmm. seeing a problem, coming up with a solution. Once I come up with a solution, then I hate having to actually do the work and actually so if enough if 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 there's a problem at you have a meeting with a client and you have to brainstorm, you figure something out, and then you have to go on Excel and spend three hours building a spreadsheet, you know. <laughs> I I love the the debate with the client trying to figure out what to do, but the actual going on Excel and doing it, I hate, you know, mm -hmm. because it's it's not intellectually engaging for me. It's monotonous. I want to do something that's always challenging the way I'm thinking. My brain needs to be constantly active in the work I'm doing. As long as I'm yeah. always thinking about what I'm doing and my I'm learning and my brain's engaged, it doesn't matter what it is. I, I feel that. for me, career, that's the most important thing. I love it because we're so opposite in that in that scenario, you know. <laughs> I love it just how different it is. Because like like again, mm -hmm. trying to apply to apply how we do this podcast sometimes. More often than not, uh -huh. I, I come to you and I'm like, what can we talk about? What can we think about? You know, who can we bring <laughs> on? Um and you and you would think about that, you'd have no problem coming up with different ideas or right? um but then when it comes to the actual running of it, then I'm the one who um who edits it, I'm the one who uploads it, I'm the one who schedules it. Uh -huh. You know, it's those like you call them monotonous exactly. like for, for you they're quite boring for for me i love them like you you always need to be thinking mm -hmm. i always need to be doing this know? exactly it. that's exactly me, it um, if you put me you you mm -hmm. from what you're saying it sounds like you, you love being on the same you don't mind being on the same kind of topic for a long time as long as you're constantly thinking about it and constantly growing it mm -hmm. whereas i okay. would get so bored doing that i mm -hmm. want I, I would want that process to be done so i can then start okay. The process that comes after, mm -hmm. which is execution, you know, there's the thought process and then there's okay. the execution of it. For me, I love the thinking and like, you know, so us, we're having like a discussion right now. So I love it, mm -hmm. you know, but so I love the idea of doing it. I love the idea of making up podcasts and all that, but the actual knit and grit, all the hard work of like the editing and the this and the that. Mm -hmm. And then I immediately get bored because uh, for me, the right, editing, <laughs> for me, all the editing work isn't engaging for me it, mentally yeah. I, so i don't have an interest in doing it mm. and i see this with a lot of, of things in general as well i like the idea of something of doing something more than the something itself so i have okay. an idea i want to do something so i'm like yes i'm excited i create an idea i structure it but once it comes to actually to the actual doing i don't enjoy it as much <laughs> the idea generation is more exciting than the actual doing it for me yeah I love it. It's fun. I, and I want to see, like, because, okay, we talked about career now. You said that you can see that, um, who's compatible with who, like, personality types. Mm -hmm. I think let's, let's, go through, ours... uh -huh. let's go through 
the other two because we only did e and n or in your case i and n because then there is there is t which is thinking or feeling oh yeah because you have an f yes so you're um, thinking and i'm feeling I'm I'm like ninety two percent thinking. It's oh, wow, it's ridiculous. Okay. Oh, wow. It's it's mental. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes so it's, much sense. That's the thing. It makes sense. When, once you tell your friends, like I'm mostly thinking of ah, yeah, it makes sense. You know, it's oh wow. When oh, when wow. have you ever seen me, like either emotional or using an emotional argument in any way? Like no, it's like like you're always. Like there's obviously there's gonna be emotion involved, but your dominant feeling is is thinking behind it. Mm-hmm. Mine's sixty five percent, so it is up there, but it's you know it's still balanced. In fact, uh-huh. um, I I think this again this for me for me all of these make sense to me. You know, uh-huh. yeah. Um, and if I link that to my with my um, career path, it makes even more sense. And even for yours, you know, because. My career path, so I meant like well, career as well as the personality mm-hmm. type. Um, because when it comes to like achieving, like trying to get your dreams, trying to get into like what you really want to do, and aim for like a bigger picture, th- there's a lot of feeling behind that. Okay. Um, you know, and and, and you're constantly like, you, you you don't think like like I you cannot do mm-hmm. these career paths if you think too much about them, because the logic that- points the logic just points against it. Yeah, cool. The logic points against it, and if if I spend too much thinking about any of this stuff, like, like let's say my my degree here in the UK, if I thought too much about it, I would not be here. You know, it would have made so much more sense for me financially uh-huh. wise, um, both um, spending money and then earning money as well in the future once I graduate to stay in more than I would have done media stuff. But it's, uh, it's something you wanted to do, so like that's something that's I wanted the, to do, and I went ahead and just done it without thinking too much about it. You know, I wasn't meant to go up the year i went up i was meant to go up a year later you know um but because okay, of, okay. Ma- mainly it being brexit but also just i wanted to get stuff over and down, i just wanted to do it mm-hmm. i just went ahead and went up uh-huh no as uh, in but even like for example like being heavy thinker so everything that's that's given to me in my life literally everything i encounter in my environment mm-hmm. mostly in a social element because thinking and feeling is quite a, a social thing my like it's not that I see both sides and I just decide thinking. I just oftentimes don't acknowledge the feeling element. So oh, even yeah, when I say, so even when I say something, um, I'm not saying it in like let's say I say something, someone gets offended. So they have a right to get offended, but it's I wouldn't be actively thinking about the offense because when I'm saying something, it's mainly maybe because it's the rational thing to say or do. So I just say it. Yeah. I don't think about the impact of people. Now that's mm-hmm. okay. That's insensitive, you know. So so it's it's not a good thing in terms of. So you could call me an asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but <laughs> because it is sometimes you know if if I don't think about other people's feelings, it, it, it's it's not good. But the, it's it's an instinctive thing. I don't I don't actively avoid people's emotions i just yeah if someone comes up to with an argument i look at the argument i look at the point you know yeah. i don't look at the person and how my argument is going to impact their feelings you know because because an argument doesn't have any space for 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 emotions that, that's it's how i how see your, it. it's just how your brain works you know it's how your brain functions. Exactly. It's this how, is just how my brain's wired you know it's, it's problematic because <laughs> 
Yeah, because then a friend comes to you with a problem and you just don't know how to comfort them, you know? It's like, mm. if you come up to me with a problem, I will help you solve your problem, like, rationally. This is the best thing yeah. to do. But I don't know how to comfort people. I I, mm. I just don't know how. I'm I, I'm lost. I'm like a lost puppy. Someone comes yeah. up to me crying. I, I don't know what to do, you know? For me, crying is irrational, for example. <laughs> so I didn't just stop crying, you know? It doesn't make sense to cry. Like fix the problem. Crying doesn't fix the problem, so it's it's mm-hmm. it's, it's useless for me. That's how I see it. It's fair enough. No, it's it's true, right? and I, and I see this with a lot of other people, not only you. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where like where me being a mediator comes in a lot and thinking about it now is I'm mm-hmm. I'm when there's something big going on, I'm seeing two different sides of the point. I'm I'm there in the middle trying to keep the peace to an extent you know trying to calm people down i i don't i never pick sides i rarely ever pick sides um e- even if, if i pick a side like in my head i never make it known but cool. but more so I'm, I'm i'm more focused on calming the situation down and trying to balance everything out as opposed to again mediator as opposed to being on the debater side like you are cool. um i make a point and in fact like and, and then I start overthinking about what other people say in situations, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and I start, and I like, for example, if, if we'll be in a discussion, me and you, with, a, with another group of people, um, and you say something that might be slightly insensitive, but you don't catch <laughs> that, I catch that for you. I might not say anything unless it's making a bit of disturbance, and I try mm-hmm. and calm everything down again. But th- that's I mean, then I, a kind of. I, I think I, 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 we have been in situations where. There, there was a discussion or argument going on or like there's a disagreement between two groups and you were always in the middle like trying to trying to bridge the gap you know it's always <laughs> you in the middle it's, it's quite interesting uh-huh. i mean i'm trying to you know, there was a situation now and we, there, there, we were having a discussion um at the point during summer and there, there was something a bit inappropriate being talk, um, talked about and mm. It was people were being quite vocal about it. I'm just like, guys, we, we can't be talking about this in a public space. I'm not sure really oh, like, yes, okay. I remember that's where my full on mediator feelings will just skyrocket. I'm just like, guys, we cannot be talking about this in a public space. And I backed away from the conversation. Like, I, I think that's, <laughs> and now thinking about that group, I think that group is mainly. Um, thinking and debater, like that's a very thinking and debating heavy group. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're making it sound way worse than it actually was. Oh no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't anything too bad. <laughs> it wasn't anything too bad. Um, it was yeah. just something slightly inappropriate to be discussing, exactly, really, very, like at a at quite a high vocal level mm-hmm. in a public space, um, where other people could listen to the conversation and be very confused if they if they heard just a snippet of, mm-hmm. um. But that that was me in that in a situation like that. Then I I yeah, get yeah. really awkward, and I would be vocal mm-hmm. about that and just be like, guys, let's either change location and discuss this somewhere else, or let's change topic, um, and then I just become uncomfortable. <laughs> but then it's the stuff like that's your introversion as well. Being as well, yes, and that accounts it for sure. You know, to leave the social situation. You know, that point, yes, uh-huh. that, that as well. You know, that is for sure. <laughs> um <laughs> love that. Um what else do we have? Then there's then there's P judging which is and... prospect prospecting or judging. Yeah. You're P, I think. Yeah. percent. So, so I'm right in the middle of that's meant uh, that's really interesting. No, I'm I'm not that close. Um judging and prospecting is mainly what I the easiest way to explain it is like how organized you are or like how 
on the go you are. So, for example, so prospecting mm-hmm. is is more of prospecting is do, take things as they come, do things as you go. So it's very much mm-hmm. on the fly. Um, on the other hand, having having um, then judging is more planning, organization. Um, having so, for example, like I think I remember one of the questions of the of the test was was if, for example, if you're going abroad, how of how many how many things do you plan before? Do you just mm-hmm. book a ticket, go and see what happens when you get there? Do you plan everything in advance? Yeah. So that's the biggest. So I don't know what you are. I'm six. No, wait. I am 58 prospecting. So it's close as well. You're quite fair. close, yeah. I didn't think it was that close. As in, like, for me, I'm, I'm halfway through for this. Like, literally half and half. Um, and to an extent, it does make sense. Because it really depends on the situation I'm in for this. 100%. Um, I'm... There are points. There are points where I really want to be planned in the minute, um, and I want things to be really well organized. But um, there, there, I, I can think of multiple times as well where I just go. Let's be relaxed about it. Let's just take things as they go, and cross the bridge when we come to it. You know, for some situations, um, for me that makes sense. I'm, I'm interested to see. So mine's prospecting. So I wonder what the judging type is called. Actually, I want to check. Because then judging judging is is being more, you know, planned, organized, having mm-hmm. everything laid out. Um, no, but I see what you mean because, like, I'm a very much a person of like whatever happens happens, chill, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's also those things where, if I'm in charge or I'm in control, everything has to be planned out, you know. So working on yeah. your, my dissertation, for example, I have a clear plan. I have to talk about this, 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 you mm-hmm. know. So it's very much planned out, but then I think in more in more social settings, I'm more relaxed, more of a prospecting, like whatever happens, like relax, Oops. you know. What I what I find really mm-hmm. interesting is looking at the titles of um, each personality and swapping them out because you you you're you're on prospecting as well, yes. Yes. Exactly. So the, the opposite to that, then if, if you replace prospecting with um, judging, it's commander as opposed to debater. Echo. Which is an interesting like comparison because mm-hmm. a commander kind of feels like someone who's more going to be more in your face and more mm-hmm. pushing for a certain drive. As opposed to debater is someone who can give back and forth, which I can see for you. And for mm-hmm. my example, um if it's not mediator, mm-hmm. it is um advocate. If you were Jay, is that? Um, if it was Jay, I, I, it, it, it might as well be as well. You know, I, I, I mix between the two. Because that's the thing as well. Because if 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 one letter changes and you become a different personality altogether, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, like your whole personality changes in inverted commas. But they they don't do much. Because I mean, that's why then you have like mm-hmm. this umbrella. Um, is that that's why there's the you know that's why it's still under diplomats, for example. It's not going to change. Entirely. Um, in fact, advocate here. I'm, I'm trying to look at it really quickly, mm-hmm. um, and it's pretty much this, the same thing, but a bit I'm, more I mean, precise. I'm sure, I think. I'm sure. Is that I'm sure you're gonna. There's gonna be traits where that if you look at 
you know, if I look at commander instead of debater, there's going to be things where they're similar and I can relate to, you know? Mm-hmm. Because if I'm in a situation where I need to be more of a judge and a prospector, if I'm in less, mm-hmm. more of a leadership role, for example, so I have to be the one that's organized, mm-hmm. then obviously I'm going to end up being a commander more than so than a debater. Yeah. So, for example, w- when I directed before in terms of theatre, that's I have to be more of a judging type because yeah. you have to have a plan in action. You have to exactly. rehearse it because you're the one in charge. So then your personality shifts to more that. But in general, I prefer I prefer like you know I have an exam in three days time. I have to start studying. We uh, you know what I mean. When <laughs> if, like, my study plan is like whatever I feel like studying that day, I'm going to study. I don't yeah. have a plan of what I'm studying every day, and you know. So so I think that's like the main difference between judging and prospecting. Mm-hmm how you plan out or not plan out everything. Then you got turbulent and assertive. Yeah, cool. And this one, this that's one, a subcategory. That's a subcategory. So there's, this, there's a 16 personality traits. And what's 16 mm-hmm. can either be assertive or turbulent. Yeah. So you can be an assertive mediator or a turbulent mediator, assertive debater, turbulent debater. This for me is the most interesting one, actually. Okay. Because I swear, like, the few times I've done this test, it changed every time. <laughs> you know um ass- assertive i mean turbulent is more moody i think we established yeah. M- moody overthinking is that um, and assertive is more m- a bit more like you know what you're doing clear minded yes i think it's more the, yeah, cool. what, 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 so you, you're assertive yes or, Ara, or turbulent? i just turbulent. Today you're turbulent however <laughs> so, so, <laughs> Maybe Monday I'll be assertive. I don't know. Exactly. No, literally. Like, like <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if I did it like scontered board data. You know. And what I mean? percentage Point are you with that? Let's check. Let's check. Mine is one percent. In fact, it's the e- highest. Wait, assertive or turbulent? Turbulent, turbulent. Oh, okay. I'm sixty-one turbulent. Okay. Which isn't is mm. excessive. It's just you're. I'm very Full turbulent. And I, turbulent. And I, and I, it makes sense, and it's not going to change for me because, I, as in, like when I was reading about turbulent, it did like link a lot to overthinking, mm-hmm. um, slight cool. mental health, you know, and like how, where, where your mind is. Um, whereas mm-hmm. assertive is very clear-minded, very cool. like ready to go at any point, you know, which I which I never have been. I mean, um, uh-huh. what it mentions here is. is self-esteem susceptibility to stress emotional mm-hmm. reactivity stress there we go cool. um is an interesting one i think i think mm-hmm. turbulence can make or break a lot of people because no matter how good you are at something if you stress about it too much it's okay. really going to be an obstacle for you mm-hmm. i think i think recently i would have become more turbulent and assertive um mm-hmm. and again i think it goes down to like how like your personality traits may change based on like how you develop, you know? So obviously I'm 21. So from, this is the time where like from 16 to like 23, like is the most where you're going to change, obviously. Yeah. Because yeah, puberty, adolescence, you know, you're growing up, your yeah. first love, all this like, cringe shit happens, you know? So that's <laughs> where you're changing a lot of the time. Um. So I think this is where I, turned from assertive to a bit more turbulent, you know? So they okay. have more stuff going on. So I'm growing up. So obviously I have to worry about more things, you know? So that leads to the ah. overthinking, the stress, to the... I've become more, like, more reactive to emotions as well, even though my thinking is 90%. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. you know i'm still more susceptible to an emotion response so i so, can see it i can see it being an age thing um mm-hmm. and that can easily change with age because like you said now between 16 and 23 is not only time we change a lot but also the time we're, we're very stressed you know there's so many decisions mm-hmm. that we need to make which we are very conscious that will affect our lives and how it will turn out and mm-hmm. um, whereas in around 10 years time in an ideal world we've figured it out and we know where we stand we know what we're doing career-wise you know we have a decent knowledge of where our relationships stand etc and i can see a lot of people like students being turbulent but a, a, a good not maybe, maybe not majority of them but a decent percentage of them switching to assertive after mm-hmm. this time has passed you know after you've done your degree you've done the this this law i don't even know how to describe it just this the, the stress of being a student you know is that, is that? so yeah I, i'd love like, yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah for like you said for you it changes a lot um i'm sure for people it changes from time to time as well i mean i guess the fact that it changes implies i'm turbulent as well because if i was assertive it wouldn't change <laughs> so <laughs> again it's interesting how it affects the personality because entp is like so my personality is very thinking as opposed to feeling yes turbulent implies a certain emotion reactivity mm-hmm. so i'm very thinking but you're yet, still turbulent hmm. yes i'm still turbulent so i'm still either so there still is some emotion there i'm still like I still relate to my emotions, you know what I mean? So just because you're thinking, (laughs) I think the thinking, the feeling is more about the way you combat a problem as opposed to what's actually going on inside. Mm -hmm. So I combat the problem with thinking, but there is a Sicilius and I can't portray emotions, but the emotions are still very much there. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the key difference. That's, that's where, that's where the, turbulent or assertive comes in huh. <laughs> it's, it's so interesting having like and again it's these personality tests and this this thing explains like so much about you that like either you didn't know or you didn't acknowledge you know because once you read it you're like yeah. a lot i do that all the time but you never thought about doing it yeah. you know so it's like I said at the beginning. It kind of like comes to pe- like you come to terms with who you are. Mm-hmm. But there's like then on, on the side, like for more. These are all different types, like introverted, intuitive, feeling, etc. These are all like where you lean towards. But then, what I found really interesting is exploring your type and seeing like we, we talked about career paths. Mm-hmm. But there's like friendships and parenthood yeah. and all of this, which I've I read into the friendships one a bit, and for me it's again almost spot on you know yeah um whereas at the like for for me for example it is at the beginning you're always going to be a bit tentative with friendships mm-hmm. and you don't know where you stand but once they lock in the friendships last and, but not, not, not only it's fine but they last a really long time and when i think of my, the majority of like my friend group and the friends i have at the moment i see a lot of people who are really really close with people they've met really recently you know, and they lose connections with um, their old friends, for example, and friends they might have been with when they were younger. And I never understood that. I never understand that. Um, I always question how you can be so close to someone so quickly. 
Um, okay. And now reading this, I can understand that that's probably different, that a very different personality type to me. Yeah. And my personality trait is that the friends I make and the ones that I kind of lock in mm -hmm. with um, last a really long time. You know, Which makes the, sense. the kind of so, friends for yeah. life thing. Case in point, our friendship over here. We've been friends since I don't know when. Since we, I don't know Hi. how many years. <laughs> Hi there. Um, you know, my, my, my closest friends are all friends I've been with for, for almost a decade, you know. Yeah. It's scary to say, but it's true. You know, there's the whole thing of being friends with someone for seven years means you're friends for life. Um, and that has become true for the majority of my friendships. And even the ones which I haven't been friends with for like at least seven years are are, uh -huh. are reaching that point. And I can easily see another three years of friendship and then yeah, exactly. coming longer. Uh, so I, I mean, that, that, that again makes sense for me and helps me come exactly. to terms with where I stand with that. Mm -hmm. I mean, mine makes a lot of sense to me, but... but... Mm. I think to the general pop, like general person, like if people listening, like they'll agree with yours more than mine, because mine's very like. <laughs> I mean, let me read you the first sentence, so okay. just to have an idea. <laughs> Loyalty, support, emotional feedback. These are not what debaters look for in their friendships. <laughs> Literally, that's it. You know, like for me, for me, what I find love amazing about the friendship is the ability to have a discussion a debate so again yeah. the, that intellectual um sparring if you will yeah. um if i'm learning from if someone's teaching me something and i'm learning from someone have a, i can have a discussion with someone then i'll be great friends with them like i don't care if they agree with me on everything or disagree with me on everything i'd almost prefer it if you disagree with me then there's a discussion <laughs> then you can have there. that debate then you can have a discussion <laughs> you know but i don't understand friendships that are more based on the emotional connection if you will mm -hmm. you know so if if for me if i'm having a discussion with a friend and that friend gets offended mm -hmm. for for me it's like for for me it's that, that there's something wrong there you know what i mean fair enough so um, um it's 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 an intolerance in a way it's not a good thing per se you know having someone like so the moment someone thinks emotionally it's like i get annoyed mm -hmm. but for me, that's what I look for in a friendship, you know? So so I don't understand, like, when people get offended because as friends, we're having an argument, we're having a debate, it's just a discussion. It has nothing mm -hmm. to do with, with person, with your personal feelings, opinions, and all the lot, you know? True, and that, that also opens the door for you to create mm -hmm. a friendship a bit faster than other people do, you know? Because you, you can, even, even if you disagree on everything, you can be... Cool good friends with them just because you can it allows you to have those debates and, and if they are in a compatible personality type as well it allows them to be friends with you in that sense then it it becomes much easier you know as long as you match in that sense i have fun for me i derive fun from arguing like most people will find it completely bizarre you know like mm -hmm. arguing for most people arguing is taxing it's tiring you know but i actively enjoy arguing it could be the most stupid thing, like the most irrelevant argument, but I still love it, just the fact that I'm having an argument, you know? <laughs> so for me, friendships are formed out of that, you know? Mm -hmm. If someone's willing to challenge everything I say, then I respect that more than someone that just, okay, you know what, you're right, leave it, whatever. Because I want that challenge, that disagreement and discussion. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
no, 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 it's true. It's true. And I see that coming from you as well. You know, like uh-huh. most, most of the time when I see you talking to people, it's often or not at the pace of sorts. You know, yeah. it is. It's, it's just how. And, it's, and, and, and like I said, I, I feel like a lot of our friends are, are close to closer to you than they are to me. Some of the like that we kind of have discussions with, you know. True. Like yeah. I like, for example, or or at least they they can tend to go into the debater mode. Like like me personally, mm-hmm. right now, I, obviously, I, I'm kind of in the debater mode. I do know that given the opportunity though i would rather be in a position where i'm mediating the discussion exactly. you know you know I, i'm doing this it's a bit out of my comfort zone you know having a conversation for this long and going about it for you it's a piece of cake i can i can tell it's a piece of cake and uh-huh. when i'm on a when i'm when I, um in past um, recordings of this show um i've seen other people be very easy Mm-hmm. to keep up the conversation and i feel like i struggle sometimes to keep up okay yeah um and i know that in the in those situations i would rather be like in the middle trying to go back and forth you know exactly. uh, bet- between the other people debating when we, ha- when we have like more than one guest for example on um in that sense but uh-huh we, we, you, you see the practice you know you see like, the practice so because uh-huh. like what I find interesting is we're so different. Like even just in this conversation, mm-hmm. it just shows off how different we are, how we look at problems, how we interact socially with people. And yet it's like, it works. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like it, it works. And that's what I find really interesting. Like the compatibility between personalities, you know, yeah. how some people can be extremely introverted, some are extroverted, you know, some are intuitive, some are this. And yet, like you know, you still form a friendship with these with these people. I mean, so I we have. It... Sorry, yes. What are you going to say? Go for it, go for it. No, I was going to say like like it's it's important to be different sometimes in friendships. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it's it's kind of like this thing like opposites attract. You know, um, mm-hmm. but there's a reason for that. It's because if you're exactly exactly the same as someone, uh-huh. um, then there's, there's no uh-huh. like even though you might have so many things in common. Um, and you're going to be on the same wavelength for those. The second either one of you reach a point where the other one can't support the other because they're exactly yeah. the same and they can't fit in together, exactly. they're mm-hmm. not going to be able to solve a certain problem mm-hmm. just because exactly. one of them is doesn't have the traits required mm-hmm. to cool. talk the other person to calm down and to approach mm-hmm. a situation. They, they, they will both end up in a state of yeah. panic. They'll freeze, you know? It's like a program. Uh-huh. You just freeze and you don't know where to go from there. I mean, for example, I like having, I have some friends like who are very like emotionally thinking, you know, so there's you, mm. you said you're a feeler and yes. lots of people I know who are close to me are more feelers than thinkers. So I'd say my like close group, I'm a minority in terms of a thinker, mm-hmm. but I think it's good because it, it balances out. So you I learn, I learn how to be more sensitive and a bit more emotional to like understand other people's feelings. You know, and even there's a tab on on with regards to like romantic relationships as well. You know, yes, and and it it tells you this these compatibility things. You know, so it says, for example, someone like ENTP should have someone is who's who's N intuitive, but then differs in a few of the things to balance it out. You know, okay. So I'd, I'd end up being with someone who let's say who's someone who's feeling as opposed to thinking. Mm. So obviously it's a problem because 
at the start it could be you know I'm being thinker, not adjusting myself to emotions and all that stuff, you know. But so it's only kind of learn, and you can't learn from other people if who you're with and in terms of friendship and romantically mm-hmm. have the same personality, you know. So if you surround yourself with people with different personalities, if I surround myself with feelers, then slowly, slowly, I will learn how to be a bit more sensitive, a bit more empathetic, in tune emotionally. Mm-hmm. And that's how you grow at the end of the day, you know? So knowing yourself is the first step, and then knowing other people is the second. Mm-hmm. In so fact, like, that, that, we have these percentages over here, and, and you can tell mm-hmm. like how far you lean. I think it is quite healthy sometimes to not be on the 90%, for example, of yeah. every single one of those, you know? Because like, if you have one of them, that's fine, you know? That's probably yeah. a, defi- a defining trait of yours. Like, mm-hmm. you have um, your thinking is 90%, and that's a very defining trait of yours. That's fine. But then, obviously, if you had that 90% on every single one of them, yeah, then, it's, then, it's, then you're yeah. missing out on a lot of the other side of <laughs> life and how you act and how people act. And that also makes it harder for you to understand people, understand others, mm-hmm. you know? It makes okay. you much less compatible with other people. Um, so as much as obviously you're going to lean into like 60, 70% more often than not because you dig into them, you try and reduce that amount, but then also use other people, friendships and romantic relationships exactly. to balance that out. And that's how <laughs> these relationships get stronger then, you know, because you, you, you complement each other, both in a friendship mm-hmm. and in a romantic relationship. So yes, it's yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's there's so much you can go about this. There's so yeah, much yeah. you can you can talk about this. But I think, I think I think it's something that's a lot of people should try out. Like even even me now. Like I've, mm-hmm. I've like I said at the beginning, I never really looked too much into this. Mm-hmm. But after just having this um, discussion with you about it, I just I just want all my friends to do it because I'm curious. When I found it, I just, I just sent it to friends. Like, it's really interesting Mm -hmm. to send it to your friends and like compare within a small group on how everyone is, you know? And then you might understand like why you don't agree with one of your friends so much or why you agree so much with them just to see where you're compatible, where you're not. And it kind of like helps you like, you know, just come to terms with it. I've I've said come to terms, I don't know how many times, (laughs) but I I think it is important. Yeah, yeah. Just to see where you stand. Like uh, there's, there's people I argue with like all the time there's like mm-hmm. like there's a specific person that comes to mind who, who like i argue <laughs> with a lot you know so let's say if they were to do the test as well and ah they're also a debater or they're also this then like sense, ah, it makes a lot of sense that's why we're always like <laughs> because i enjoy it and you enjoy it so we just keep going <laughs> you know so so it's, it's really like it helps you understand your relationship like yeah. besides understanding yourself you're also understanding your relationship with other people mm-hmm. And it's just like a fun, it's just quite fun to do with it. Yeah, it's it a is. fun exercise as well, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting here, you can compare with friends on Facebook and Twitter. So that is something <laughs> so, to Just like compare with everyone, please. And thank you. I want to see everyone. We should do it. You want to do it? We'll actually like, we'll just like make everyone do it from our friends. And then we'll like yeah, see who's okay. walking. We'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Amazing. Okay, Bella. I think that's yeah, amazing. Think yeah. We can wrap up over there, I think. Yeah, we'll wrap up. Um, so, yeah. Um, very interesting one, a bit of a random mm-hmm. one, but a, a decent one. Um, yeah. Thank you everyone for watching, as per usual. Um, we're coming towards the end of our first kind of year yeah, slash half season. We've got a couple of episodes lined up for you in the coming months, and we'll be explaining how we continue on with these podcasts as we go along in the future very soon. 
Um, but thank you all as usual for listening. We will see you next Sunday. Um, but yes, anything you want to add on, Andrew, before we leave? Um, keep having conversations. Stay curious. Tagline. Keep, keep having debating. Conversations. <laughs> keep debating. <laughs> even if you're not a debater. If you, even if you're not a debater, have a conversation. Learn from other people. So yeah. Cool. Amazing. Thank you so much, everyone. And until next time. Goodbye.